When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Pete, what was the justification for the C here? What did you not like about Minnesota's draft class? You know, they moved up and down the board, and I don't think they – I think at times they gave away too much to do it. I, I think they could have stood pat and still ended up with a lot of the guys they ended up with. I, I thought they got a little aggressive at times, Brady. That's why I kind of dropped them down a little bit. Look, I like Lewisine. I think he's a good player. I really do. But uh, I just think the way they maneuvered the board – They remember, they were sitting high in the first round at one point. Uh, did it really work out that well for them? I don't know. <laughs> okay. there's. I love how there's just so many – so many analysts that evaluate the draft. Like, everyone's got to give a grade, right? Yep. They don't know. Pete Prisco from CBS basically mean? basically just said with his setup, his camera setup in the background, he's got nine footballs and football. Going to give a grade to the Vikings. Football. They said, Pete, why'd you give him a scene? He's like, well, I just, you know, they just like moved up and down and they just, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. And. <laughs> It's if I was Football. if I was going to do grades, I think I, I would give every team a C. Because okay, you don't know. Yeah, they all did okay. Well, everyone drafted like, guys. Like yeah, people like anybody. the Jets had an amazing draft. Look at all the players the Jets yeah. drafted. How many times have we said, "Boy, look at all the talent that the yeah. Jets or the Lions or whoever," and then you look five <laughs> years later and it's like, oh, I saw a list today of the. So what we're really going to talk about here in a second is Garrett Bradbury. The Vikings reportedly have declined his fifth-year option, which means he will play out the final year of his contract, his rookie skill contract this year, and then instead of bringing him back for a fifth season, he will become a free agent. We can get to that in a second. But um, I saw a list of all of the draft picks from that season in the first round, and there's like 12 or 14 that are not going to have their fifth-year option picked up. Daniel Jones. Um, Josh Jacobs, a bunch of meat, meat and potatoes linemen and stuff. So, you know, it's just like, well, what grade do you give them? Well, I don't know. A C? Like, <laughs> the silliest one was was two years back when Spielman made 15 picks and he got just glowing grades because look at all the players he got. Yeah. Like, you got no clue. Yeah. 15 guys, though. Yeah, okay, it's 15 people. That's awesome. Yeah, and, you know. You know, some of them are panning out, but yeah, how do you know in the moment? Yeah. By the way, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. <laughs> What's the grade on this show? Clearly a, a C, probably. Yeah, maybe a C plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere in there. Please get degrees. But the show the show is presented by Surly A plus and TCL A plus, one of the world's best selling consumer electronics brands. 
New lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. We reject 500 football on this show. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die, and that means having a decent offensive line. Garrett Bradbury has been one of the worst-graded centers in the NFL for the first three years of his career, and the new regime comes in, and, and there's a million big decisions that they have to make, but one of them is you know, Garrett Bradbury's fifth-year option, and uh, they've decided to not pick it up. These fifth-year options make it for kind of an awkward situation in that you have to decide essentially you know, five months before the season starts of his fourth year if you want to bring him back for a fifth year. Right. It doesn't prevent them from signing him in free agency if he has a big season. But um, what do you make of this? The Vikings are kind of, you know, and we'll see what they do here. Maybe my guy, J.C. Treader, becomes an option. But right now, Garrett Bradbury is your starting center, but they're also not committed to him beyond the 2022 season. J.C. Treader, damn it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You just got to keep saying it every single day. (laughs) Um, Two things here. One is, um, if you're going to draft a center in the first round, you best to be right because it's a, the type of position that you can definitely find guys. Uh, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the Saints took theirs in the same draft, of course not in the first round, and he's turned out to be a very good player. And so this is a this is a first-round disaster, is probably too strong, but it's a pretty big whiff. It's a pretty big miss, because like when you take this position first round, you are thinking, and I don't care if it's um, 1 or 32, you're thinking problem solved for a long time. Bradbury has basically proven since day, day one that that was a huge reach. In, in fact, I think I have rethought my my strategy in life on where to take guys at times because of this. Because at the time I thought, well, I mean, this is the final piece to a puzzle of a team that's pretty good, or a key piece, I should say, not final, key piece. And, I mean, it's just been wrong. He's just been, he he has done nothing that I personally have seen that I think, oh, you know what, I'm seeing improvement there. Uh, the second thing, and this is probably why Rick Spielman right now, his team, CBS Sports, not the Vikings, not the Jaguars, not the Steelers, CBS Sports. Um, the Vikings have not picked up the fifth-year option on, on a player since Trey Waynes. Wow. Wow. Since Trey Waynes. Um, let's go Let's go through them. Just pulling this up. That's mm-hmm. incredible. Um. And this they is all, and this is for, for those who aren't well. Yep. This is only first round picks. Only yes, so, yeah. just, sometimes I feel like we exist. we get on a roll on this show and you know. Oh yeah. So when you draft a player in the first round, you get the option of a it's a team option for a fifth year. It's what makes a first round pick valuable because you basically can tie that player up for an extra year where you can't second through seven. Yep. Yeah, the other correct. the other rounds I believe are all four year contracts. Mm-hmm. So they are. You're correct. So, all right. Sorry to interrupt you there, but no problem. Uh, so, yes, we've got Laquan Treadwell, 2016 draft was a massive bust. Correct. Um, 2017, they didn't have a first round pick. Now they took Dalvin Cook with their top pick in the second round, but still Cook d- didn't have because of that the fifth year option on his contract. Mike Hughes, unfortunately, got hurt, got traded to the Chiefs. So he he was not an option to pick that up. Um, Bradbury will be a no. 
Justin Jefferson will end that streak at some point in time here. But keep in mind, too, as a demerit, as good a pick as Jefferson was, the demerit is this. Jeff Gladney got cut after one year because of off-the-field troubles. Yeah. So, so like, this is – when you're taking guys in the first round and you are, are batting what Spielman did at the end as far as picking up options, that's a major problem. And then before that – Teddy Bridgewater was one of two first round picks in 2014. You wound up for that was more injury reasons, but you wind, you know, just attrition. He didn't hold up and you wound up Anthony Barr, you did pick up yep. the fifth year option. Yep. The previous year, 2013, you had three first round picks. Cordero Patterson. Did I don't think they picked up his fifth year option, did they? Uh no. He was declined. Four yeah, four years with the Vikings and then to Oakland in 2000. So they so they didn't pick up his fifth year. Sharif Sharif Floyd, Floyd, they didn't pick up his fifth year because of injury. Xavier Rhodes, they did. And then Matt Khalil the year before, I don't think they picked up his fifth year option. So, man, and and now we're going back. I mean, Matt Khalil is, God, time flies. Ten years ago. Ten? He's he's an old man now. Ten years ago, man. He's an old man. But you think about, you're not going to hit on all your first round picks, but during this time where Mike Zimmer is on the hot seat, gets fired, and now KOC comes in, you know, just imagine the luxury if either Mike Hughes or Jeff Gladney, if one of those two guys is on your roster and a rock-solid, maybe Pro Bowl-caliber starter, if you had nailed one of those cornerbacks and Garrett Bradbury, yeah. just how much of a difference that can make. I know it's only two guys on a 53-man roster, but... Your offensive line doesn't have the weak link that it does. You're not going back to the drawing board for cornerback help again in the second round this year. So it truly is. And and at the time, you know, that 2019 draft, they were, what, 15 months removed from a trip to the NFC Championship game. And so they were very much in win-now mode. Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins in his prime. So it is. It's not. It's, it's certainly not the biggest bust in franchise history, but because there's a lot of other guys that are more embarrassing. You had your list last week um but it's it is a it is a noteworthy whiff and i think that whiff has led to some changes here and more changes going forward cuz now they they have a blank canvas at center starting with next year's draft unless they do something here in the next month w- with a trade or something right i mean it's a, they're back to the drawing board at that position and the other thing too is is just as far as as positions that you would take in, in the first round as being worth the chance of of missing on quarterback you don't want to miss but like okay it's a quarterback right center is near the bottom of that entire list you can't miss like if you miss you are going to be fired because <laughs> there's yeah there's like five other more important positions yes yeah yeah if and you, like if, you can prove that you can find them throughout the course of the draft yeah I, and that's just that's a position when you're like we are going to stake our future on garrett bradbury at this spot you better damn well be sure you're a thousand percent correct. Yep, because there were—I mean, there's obviously there were some, there are other quality players in and around that area that you could have drafted. What do you guys make? I, I brought this up briefly, but just to go down this path, the fifth-year option timing is weird, and maybe you can help explain why this happens. So you're basically telling a guy going into off-season camp before his fourth year, you're saying, "Yeah, we're not really that India." We definitely don't want you around after this year is over, but we really need you to be fully engaged and all in, which now that it's a contract season, he also has incentive to do so. You right. saw it with the Rams last year. So Brian Allen is their starting center. They drafted him, 
I think the year before Garrett Bradbury, mm-hmm. he was like a fourth round pick and he had some injuries. He was ineffective and had some injuries. And then, and then last year was his big year. Now, because he was a fourth round pick, they didn't have the fifth year option. So last year was just his fourth year right. and his contract year. Right. But they, through, through scheme and through coaching, they squeezed a ton of toothpaste out of that tube last year. And now Brian Allen got a nice little contract. So it can be done with this system, but it's one thing for a guy to be drafted in the fourth round and you finally get him to emerge in his fourth year. But like, it's another thing to tell a guy before his fourth season, Hey, we don't want you around after this year because we don't think you're very good and you're not worth extending or, or exercising the fifth year option, but you're totally our guy. We need you in the center of this offensive line to anchor things and have a great relationship with the staff and with Kirk Cousins. You know, it's weird. Or best case that that we're going that you're going to be our starter. We're not going to to pick up what is not an extremely expensive option, but it's it's not as cheap as what you're definitely you know have spent the first four years of your career playing for. But we might give you an extension after that that'll probably be cheaper. So yeah, it, it's uh, here's my problem too. When it comes to Bradbury, I honestly don't think that there's a lot more there. Like I don't think, I don't think it's oh he's gonna really show up now in unbelievable shape and be fatter and be you know like I I guess my question is this, what's going to make him not be who he he is because he doesn't want to be, um beaten at the line of scrimmage consistently he doesn't want to be thrown into the stands by tackles defensive tackles consistently he's trying his hardest he's trying right right but. I'm saying, like, I, I don't think that this is a, I don't think this is an effort thing. I don't think that this is a, he doesn't care thing. I think that the, I think Spielman just whiffed here. Yeah. And so I see what the Vikings are doing. Now, I do think this leads to a very interesting discussion. And if something does not change here soon, second guessing. What is your plan for competition here? Yep. Because you, I, in my opinion, you can't send the message that the Vikings are are sending right now and then be like, not only do we need you, but you are the unquestioned starter. Like that makes no sense. Yeah. Unless I'm missing something completely here. You need to have some type of plan to say you're going to compete. You might win the job, but make no mistake. You're going to win the job. It's not being gifted to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 jump in. and if, and if that's the JC Treader plan, as Mackie's been trying to speak into existence for the last six weeks now, that's great. <laughs> If that's uh, if that's Wyatt Davis or someone that we don't know yet that's going to be brought in here to potentially give the competition, I would judge. There's no chance that they're just letting it ride with Garrett Bradbury with no backup plan and also no plan going forward in 2023. Like even if Bradbury plays exceptionally well, is he going to be inclined to, to do an extension with the Vikings? I don't know. So I, I I think there's clearly some contingency plan being in place that we don't know yet. Yeah, well, and the Vikings are also, the next couple of years, they're still really strapped for salary cap space and paying, let's say he has a big enough year to warrant you having interest in extending him. Well, that means other teams are also going to have interest in signing him to a contract, right? Because he's still pretty young. He's like you know, 27 or 20, whatever he's going to be when he's a free agent. Absolutely. So are you really going to want to then get into a battle with three other teams in free agency for a non-premium position? It's an, it's a very important position, but it's not like tackle. You got There's some spaces where I'll pay a wide receiver. I'd rather pay Justin Jefferson and then go find a center in the fourth round of the draft or something. But 
just for fun, I was looking at who are the best centers in the NFL right now after last season mm-hmm. and what round were they drafted in. It's very rare that you see first-round centers, and and that's for a reason. Teams Teams are drafting tackles. They're drafting edge rushers. They're drafting cornerbacks and quarterbacks, and then you can kind of find a center later on. Well, the top centers, according to Pro Football Focus, were Creed Humphrey, Corey Lindsley, Jason Kelsey, David Andrews with the Patriots, J.C. Treader, my guy, Matt Hennessy, Ben Jones, and Connor McGovern. Those guys were drafted in the second, fifth, sixth, fourth, undrafted, fourth, and fifth rounds. John Sullivan was a really good center for the Vikings for a few years. Wasn't he like a fifth or a sixth round pick out of Notre yes. Dame yep. back yes. in whatever year it was, 2008, 2009? Fifth round, I believe. So, yeah, are you a little surprised that they didn't draft a center this year? A little bit, yes. Yes, which leads me to believe that I, I wonder if they've got uh, uh, Reed, if they're, if they're going to not have him play at right guard and allow him to compete. He has played some, I don't know how much, at the center position previously, but he's a veteran guy who's got experience there. I wonder if he's going to be the competition because the more I think about it, Wyatt Davis took some snaps there in training camp, but I mean, the previous administration was not basically willing to allow him on the field. Mm -hmm. So I'm hard pressed to think that he's going to show up and be the main competition for Bradbury. Reed might make a little bit more sense because something there's, there's some type of plan. There has to be, you know, I was looking to, I just, I went digging through his, his career. I couldn't find any regular season snaps at center for Reed, but it doesn't mean that he didn't take off season snaps at center or, or preseason at some point. Mm-hmm. And looking through Garrett Bradbury's old NFL.com scouting report from a few years ago, a lot of these things on the weakness side, a lot of these things were just never overcome. He just never overcame them. Falls slightly below NFL size averages for the position. Mm-hmm. Forward lean into pass sets could open him up to counters by defensive linemen. Regularity of punch mechanics make him predictable for hand counters. Football. Should have taken that seriously. And his pass protection in college benefited from quick game and play action attack, which is when he's at his best in the NFL, it's it's because he's not expected to hold up for very long. Football. Right? So so on one hand, uh, Garrett Bradbury, it was nice knowing you. On the other hand, needed to lock in because you're still the starting center for this team. <laughs> that is a great message. <laughs> Garrett, we don't we don't trust you at all, but we need you for 2022. Yeah. Like with, with Cordero Patterson, it was, hey, we totally don't trust you, and you're not one of our top two wide receivers, but we're, you're still going to be on the team, and we'll just kind of figure out a role for you. For Garrett Bradbury, it's like, we really need you. You're the only center on the roster right now. you got to protect Kirk with your life, but... <laughs> You're not going to be paid for 2023 by us, at least. Yep. Um, All right, let's talk about Livia and the work that Judd has done to lose all sorts of weight the last six months, looking much more like uh, an undersized center now, Mm -hmm. Judd. That's exactly right. But in this case, I'm glad to be down 40-plus pounds, thanks to my friends, as Phil just said, at Livia Weight Control Centers. I want you to join me on a plan that that in dropping the weight is as simple as I've ever been on before. And here's the best part right now, keeping the weight off, because that's the key to life. The new Simple Start plan, only $59 plus what you'll get is one-on-one personalized and guided support online or in person from the Livia team of experts. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. 
drop the weight now, keep it off. All those clothes will fit again. Summer's coming. You'll feel great. You'll look great. And as I've always said, folks, if I can lose the weight, so can you. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Yes. And you know what? One of my favorite moments oh, sorry, what? Of, the, of the Thursday night Surly Draft Party was when we started talking about chill boys, we literally got an ovation from people. Not us, chill boys. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't us. That's the, that's the important thing. You're right. We transitioned we into a discussion about chill boys, and I don't know, 20, 25 people toward the front of the, of the crowd started. Literally, they popped for it. They like a, like almost like a too. wrestling entrance yeah. sign. Yeah. They were rushing the stage to get the free chill boys that you were throwing out in the crowd. The most comfortable underwear that we have ever put on in our lives. What's one word to describe how chill boys make you feel right now in this moment? Fantastic. Thankful. I'm very thankful because I'm chilled out from that wild game. Because if it wasn't for them, I'd be even more <laughs> antsy right now. So I'm chilled out. Thank you to chill boys. I'm going to say protected. They make me feel protected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They make me feel snug, snug. as Randy and Cottage Grove would say. <laughs> It's a Minnesota-based company. You can find them online. Tell them Score North or Purple Daily recommended them to you. Chillboys.com. So, you know, we, we, we do a couple episodes a week of Purple Daily Reads the Comments. You guys do one early in the week, and then we do a group one for, for Saturdays usually. But we get so many messages from people via the Score North app, via Twitter, Instagram, even TikTok. Now, Judd was live on TikTok at the X last night. That we figure let's let's mix in some more comments and feedback from people throughout the week here. We can we can uh, we can do like two or three little segments throughout the week, especially in the off season here as the news cycle lightens up. So I got a couple things from listeners here for you guys, starting with Tyler M on Twitter as Purple Daily dives into the comment section. A little reckless speculation, Love he it. says. But I feel like Booth was the number two corner in this draft right behind Stingley. All the other guys jumped shortly after the end of the season, and I think that's a media thing. Also, they definitely like Kellen Mond. They didn't sign or draft any other quarterbacks. Mannion doesn't count because he came back as a free agent. I think they want to give Mond a shot. I watched a lot of his games since I'm from down south here, and I really liked him in college. I still argue with friends and say he was a better prospect than Lance and Wilson a hundred thousand percent. What do you thought? I mean, listen, if you were to rank now that we know how far Malik Willis slid, Kellen Mond in last year's draft went higher than all but one quarterback in this year's draft. So is it fair to say that Kellen Mond would have been the best or second best rated quarterback prospect in this year's draft? Hmm. Uh. Maybe. I mean, I, I, I don't know. And and here's the thing. I have heard, and this is why I just don't know. I have heard completely conflicting things from people I trust about Mond. Some, thinks he, some think he's terrible, that he's going to be a complete wash. Some are like, well, no, he didn't get a chance. Um, it's so hard to say. And, and like, what? I, my question is this. What have we seen? Like, nothing. The Packers game. Okay, totally unfair. That was a bunch of, of crap. Um, did Zip, was Zimmer's, have you seen, or you've seen him in practice comment? Um, does Mike know what he was watching? Like, or was he just mad? I, I just don't know. I I think it's such a reach to say Kellen Mond is going to be a bust. And I think it's a reach to say he's going to be great. Do I think that this coaching staff across the board thinks it can get a lot, especially from offensive guys that the previous staff couldn't? Yeah, that's fair, right? Yeah. It is in this organization's best interest 
And honestly, it's in Kirk Cousins' best interest to have an actual competent backup quarterback. Because guess what happens when you're Kirk? You go. I know he's been he's been one of the healthiest quarterbacks since he started with Washington. He's he is as durable as any quarterback in the NFL. But you're one hit away from missing a month. You're one hit away from missing six weeks. Look what happened to Russell Wilson. You follow through on a pass. Your thumb hits someone's hand. Boom! You're out for five weeks. Yep. You know, could could Kirk throw a pass? Thumb hits a defender's helmet. All of a sudden, he's out for a month. Yeah. Well, you need someone to keep the season alive for you. Sean Mannion is not an NFL quarterback. Maybe he's an NFL assistant coach that that takes up a 53-man roster spot. But you're not winning a game with Sean Mannion as your starting quarterback against a quality opponent, the Green Bay Packers. You got smoked in that game. Your season was on the line, and you had absolutely no chance because Sean Mannion is not an NFL quarterback. So if, if you're Kirk and you miss a month, don't you want someone stepping up who can actually maybe win a couple of games and keep your season alive? And if you're the Vikings... Because Kirk, you know, he keeps signing short-term contracts. You just you want options in that quarterback room, and it feels like it's been, man, basically since they signed Kirk, it's been like four years since they've had options in the quarterback room, and that has to change. So maybe they can turn Mond into one of those options starting this offseason. Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty impressive decision by the Vikings brass to say, "Hey, we're not going to draft a quarterback, so we probably see something in Kellen Mond." And to the point of having a competent backup, like that's look, I I know I joke about liking Drew Locke, but when Drew Locke was on the trading block last year, like, do I feel like Drew Locke could have potentially stepped into that Green Bay game and gave the Vikings a chance to win? Yeah, I feel a lot better than Sean Mannion, dude. Also, did we forget what happened in 2017 when Sam Bradford magically his knee just audit, all of a sudden falls off for the hundredth time? And Case yeah. Keenum steps in and leads this team to a 13-win season. Gus Farratt leads this team and helps them get a division in 08. Like, you have to have a viable backup option, and it's not Sean Mannion. God bless him, but it's not him. Except don't forget one thing. This is the same team that, after Kirk signed here, brought that guy from the Calgary Stampeders in, and he was all cocky, and he, he's well, like, I'm here to compete I'm here with to, Kirk. I'm here to play, yeah. And, little... and they basically said, oh, no, no, that's not how this is going to No, but, but my point is, your starting, they said your starting quarterback can't handle that. So, like, that's a very important thing. Don't forget that because I agree completely. I mean, have a backup that can play, no question. But it's very telling when the management said, oh, we that's not what we want. We want a guy who can hold hands and be good in the room. That's, that's part of my problem with Kirk. Like, that's not a positive to me. Yeah. So, yeah, Sean Mannion has started three games in his career. 37 to 10 loss against Green Bay. There was a game. He well, he started the last game of the year two years in 2019 against the Bears. Just kind of a meaningless game. They got beaten that game. Yes. And then he made a start with the Rams in 2017, last game of the year. That was the year the Rams went to the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure. And the Rams got smoked by the 49ers 34 to 13 in that game. So Price best backups playing. So so um best potential is that he is going to turn out to be KOC. And that seems head, like a great someday. Yep, yeah. Seems like a great path. He should yeah. be an off he'll be an offensive coordinator in like four years, something like that. Five sure, years. Quarterbacks awesome. coach could be, yeah. Absolutely. So all right. Nate Bohawk via the Scornorth app says, I think Sid Hartman did us Minnesotans a disservice from a media perspective. And it messed with multiple generations of fans. Thank you guys for keeping it real. So we we touched briefly yesterday. Can't remember if it was on Purple Daily or Mackie and Judd on just 
the pushback that you get for demanding and cheering for excellence that, you know, just if you criticize your team because they're coming up short, that you're a bad fan somehow, which that doesn't exist in some of the other big sports markets. But, Judd, you've been around longer than we have. How much did Sid Hartman and his overly positive, you know, defending all the coaches and stuff, how much did he impact a couple of the way that fans maybe settle for mediocrity in the Twin Cities? Um, I think that point that was brought up is a great one. I've said that before. Uh, I think fans, I think fans at the time, especially when Sid was in what would be considered his heyday, were a little bit more pessimistic and and a little bit different. But look, I think Sid set a tone for this town that has been carried on by something. They're doing a great job of basically blindly supporting the teams and coaches and players because they're sort of your friends and you're associated with them. And and Sid was the first that I know, at least in this town for sure, to ridicule those for questioning why teams weren't doing more. Like he would literally make fun of people for it, you know? And so, yeah, I think that's spot, that, that is spot on. Unfortunately, what's I think taking place too, and this goes beyond Sid, is fans are more now apt to want that. And that is more because of, it's very sneaky, but that's more in my opinion because of what? Teams run their, their own websites now, right? And they and they cover themselves. They cover their own teams. And so now, you know, Vikings.com is writing about the Vikings. You think they're going to be critical? They're going to tell you if you don't support the Vikings, yes, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, Bally Sports North comes along and you know announcers used to be far more unbiased you know there there was no we back in the day and now coming up i'm going to tell you last night while the wild didn't play a great game jared spurgeon at home you want a guy that wouldn't cross check a soul Jared Spurgeon with his kids. That's coming up next on up, Wild Live. Coming up next, look at Jared Spurgeon handling a new batch of kittens. Lovable kittens. Oh, and there's no Puppies. stick there. Then, then on Becoming Wild, see how Matthew Boldy is volunteering at the church down the street from him before he goes to the bar. So, like, all of these things have have changed. But, yes, Sid was definitely at the forefront of of doing what people do to us now, which is mocking those who dare to question. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I've i got friends who are Boston sports fans and stuff, and they're just, I have a friend who's a Patriots fan. And I was like, what's it like? You guys, he's, oh my God, I get pissed every, they could be, the two, they could be the undefeated season in 2007, and they're still pushing and, and I think I think teams pick up. Do I think that fans have a direct influence on personnel moves? Not necessarily, but I think if if an ownership group feels like, oh, we can just kind of fill the seats and not really contend for championships year after year, then like what's going to push them to be a little uncomfortable? If the media won't do it, if people with microphones won't do it, it's not because you're hating. It's because you ultimately, and we say it at the beginning of the show all the time, we want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. You're hating on Kirk Cousins. No, I'm merely pointing out that his teams have been exactly 500 for seven years, and there's reasons for that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm hating him. It just means that being realistic. I don't fans, know. fans can definitely influence patience of franchise. Now you so, don't want to turn it into like, like, like sometimes the I feel like the Jets just make rash moves, and some the Browns. Well, it has to be smart people. They got it rabbit ears, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can't so. be idiots. 
Uh, I have a I have a surprise for you here in a second. Something you you asked for, but first, let's shout out our friends at Surly. What an amazing event last Thursday! If you missed it, there's a four and a half hour live stream you can find on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Judd's either holding a Surly mug or it's a candle. Surly, Can't tell. It's my there. Surly coffee. It's my Surly coffee mug. <laughs> which, by the way. My coffee tastes great from this. Uh, yes, the, the folks at Surly do a great job. Of course, they've got all of those delicious beers. And the lead beer, the lead back, the bell cow. Well, that, that of course, is my favorite. Surly Furious, which is absolutely delicious. And, in fact, last night, as bad as that hockey game was, gents, I did get some people on Twitter who were at the game, and guess what they did? They showed us their cans of Surly. Because while the game itself stunk, you know what doesn't? A good old-fashioned Surly, Surly Furious in particular. Try it out. And if, you know what, if you have occasion, you got the camera phone, take a picture, show us your cans. Or as Declan says, show us your tabs. Show us your tabs. At Jay Zolgad on Twitter. You know, uh, something else that you shouldn't drink but that you should be interested in is Aquaside, another new partner for us here on Purple Daily. Yeah, Aquaside is a, is a proud sponsor of, of, of Score North here. They jumped back board on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. And if you owned a pond or you own a lake home, you need to call my friends at Aquaside. They've been helping people maintain nice lake shores for over 60 years. They have a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of anything from weeds to algae. You want to get all rid of that, all that? You want to get your toes in the sand? Get your get your get your feet in there. Get finally enjoy this dang summer weather. Okay, okay Zach Brown. All right, okay. all right. You know, did. Pop, pop a guitar down there. Do whatever you want. Okay, I, I like to play guitar. I like to put my toes in the sand for God's sakes. And I would call my friends at Aquaside who are live in White Bear Lake and they're, they're live and local here. So check them out. They're registered with the EPA and the DNR. Aquaside.com. All right. Surprise. I want to mock. Mock! It's not a McShay. I don't know where McShay's hiding. McShay, you can't hide from a 2023 mock, I think he dude. quit. I think he stopped. Don't I hide. I think Mitch Leitner drove him out of the business of 2020. This is your life, McShay. Confront your reality. I don't think he does You anymore, owe dude. us a 2023 mock. <laughs> I like what you're doing, but I don't think he's going to do it. I think you he coward. After... Coward. Mitch he's a, he's a coward. <laughs> coward. You're not a true mocker if you can't put out a one-year-in-advance mock draft. Todd, 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 Todd. But we do have from Dame Brugler a 2023 oh. mock draft from The Athletic. Oh, Brugler, yeah. Oh, this is good. Okay. Awesome. I want a mock. Mock! So, Judd, you're on the hunt. You want the Vikings to draft a quarterback. I have not seen this at all. It yes, just I logged know. me out. God, are you serious? Oh, what's no, going I d- on? No, I don't want your newest offer. I just want to log in, for God's sake. You know, Walter Football, this wouldn't happen on WalterFootball.com. Just there is a that. subscription platform to WalterFootball.com. Did mm-hmm. you know that? I want there the is. list. I, I want don't know s- what you get. I want to know how many people subscribe to that. Are you doubting the power of? No, Walter no. I, I'm just curious. And the people who still, still <laughs> I, subscribe, to I it. think you are. No, I think you're doubting the power. I, of look, there, there's plenty of subscription-based services out there that that always spam flash sales and spam sales and get this for a dollar, get this for months. I just want to know what Walter Football's doing. Okay, Walter Football. Here, I'm. I found it. Okay, <laughs> pure Walter Football with no advertisements for seven ninety nine a month. Let's click the read more here. A letter from Walt. I've made a promise throughout the 22 years of running Walter Football that all the content would be completely free mm-hmm. because of employee salaries, ridiculous corporate taxes. And how many employees does WalterFootball.com have? Is there like an army of WalterFootball.com? Walter Jr., Walter <laughs> yeah. Third. Family name. Uh, we had some debate about what the cost of Walter Football Premium would have to be. I initially thought 
$10 a month would offset the cost. But after crunching the numbers, $8 a month is definitely feasible. So okay. it's a $10 value for $8 that a month. That is such a rope-a-dope right there. It is. Listen, we, you more. we thought it was going to be $1,000 yeah. a month, but I guess we can do it for 8 I guess we can do it for $8. <laughs> we'll just have to cut some corners here. We might have to get rid of the 2027 mock draft is what might have to happen. Anyhow, okay, support your mockers, folks. Support the mock draft community. Let's start with the Houston Texans with the number one overall pick. The draft order is just as interesting here. In 2023, they select C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. That's one quarterback. Someone on one of the ESPN shows set the over-under for first-round quarterbacks at 6.5 yesterday, and Mel Kuyper took the over. I saw that. It's crazy. I know. Nuts. Okay, Bryce Young to the Lions at number two. So that's the that's the that's the pick that you should have had if you had strong armed them with that first round trade, right? Absolutely, yes. Okay, the Jets take the edge rusher from Alabama, Will Anderson. I'm going to skip here. Oh, Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky, fifth to the Falcons. So three quarterbacks in the top ten. Mm. Another quarterback at seven, Tyler Van Dyke from Florida, from Miami, going to the Panthers. That's four. Probably a new head coach there as well, I'm guessing. Uh, okay. I'm scrolling here. Okay. Uh, okay. The Vikings at 14. So like nine, oh eight, eight, nine wins again. Yeah. 12 to 14. Story of our lives. I might yep. butcher the pronunciation here, but. With the 14th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, according to The Athletic, the Minnesota Vikings select wide receiver LSU, Kayshawn Boot. Wow. I want a mock. Mock. The old replacement. Interesting. So it's his replacement. Maybe it's the number one LSU jersey, but you can't help but see shades of Jamar Chase when watching him, especially on catch and run plays. Can you imagine this dude? And Justin Jefferson. Mm. Mm. I'm looking for I, other quarterbacks here. I too, don't hate not... that. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't hate that. Okay. Do you? Tanner McKee from Stanford goes 25 to the Seahawks. That's five quarterbacks. We'll come back to this wide receiver in a second. So they got five quarterbacks in the first round. I like it. Anything to help the passing game. Yep. Explosive. Do you want the Walter football? Do you want the Walter football 2023? Yeah, I want a mock. I'm excited about this draft, so I'm not going to lie about this. The quarterbacks excite me. All right, we'll see if we can find a quarterback here. So apparently, no one thinks the Vikings need to plan for life after Kirk Cousins, except for our little show. I don't know. They'll just keep Maybe. resigning him. They'll just keep resigning. He'll, he'll Might be as well. Seventy-four. I need another contract. Just keep adding void years and whatever. Just yeah. <laughs> <sounds like. laughs> What's going on? I'm Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so he sounds like a you, witch. You like that? <laughs> oh, my God. You like that? You like that? All right, number one, the Texans. No love for the Texans. Every one of these mocks has, has well, the Texans picking number one overall. No Bobby love. Smith, I think they're right. C.J. Stroud, number one of the Texans. Bryce Young, number two to the Falcons. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida, number five to the Lions. It's hmm. a new new one there. Okay, we're scrolling, we're scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. 
Okay. Well, they're going to make me click to the second page for picks 17 that, through that, 32. That's, that's Super Bowl champion. Super Bowl oh, champion. Okay. Walter football getting those clicks. More clicks. Okay. 17, Wally. 18, 19, 20. Okay. Wow. So they're in. They're in the tournament. They're in the tournament. The tournament. Love the tournament. Love the tournament. So far, only three quarterbacks off the board to this point. Yeah, I think Walter's wrong. 20th to the Minnesota Vikings, according to WalterFootball.com. Linebacker from Oregon, Noah Sewell. Noah Sewell. I want a mock! Mock! And the write-up is very brief. The Vikings need some help at linebacker to go along with Eric Kendricks. Is this the last year of Kendricks' contract? Well, for, yeah, I was going to say, first of all, I think he might not be back. Second of all... Walter. That does, that does nothing for me. I'm done with Wally for... He's on no, time he's, up for a month. I'm wrong. He's under he's under contract technically for next year, but it, but well, it's there's like you can just there's no there's only put, like a million guaranteed, so you're good there. Put Walter on timeout for a month. <laughs> okay, if you insist. Linebacker, <laughs> yeah, break. Why do you write? Actually, I'm on board with. I don't want to make fun of people's businesses because Federated helps a lot of businesses. Uh-huh. A lot of businesses. They have a specialized... I don't think mockers fall into the specialized group of industries, but there's a group of industries that they know and they dive into and they have decades of experience working with. And you can find that list at federatedinsurance.com to see if your industry matches their expertise. And if it does, it might be a match made in risk management heaven for you. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. All right. Football. There we go. We'll keep hunting these 2023 mocks until we find a quarterback that goes to the Vikings. I love that. Okay. Maybe we should sign up for – should we sign up for the premium Walter football and just expense it? (laughs) No. No. I got a feeling it wouldn't be worth it. A linebacker? Does Draft Blaster have one? Draftblaster.com. A thinking man's guide. Oh, they do. It's the biggest headline on their site. For what, 23? We'll do this one tomorrow. Do it tomorrow, yeah. Tease okay. it. Tease it. Day out, 24-hour tease. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. I just looked. All right, we'll do it tomorrow. Draft Blast 2023, Mike. If that's not enough to get you to tune in Come tomorrow's on, Mick Shea. I don't know what else. Come on, Mick Shea. Pull you, the trigger. You coward. Coward.